Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's good, Internet? It is Monday, March 11th, 2019, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 225. Two, two, five. That's a cool number. Two and a quarter miles. Two and a quarter. Two, two, twenty-five. Two hundred. We are only seventy-five episodes away from episode three hundred. Countdown begins today. Countdown to episode three hundred. Three hundred. We keep it three hundred all the time. All the time. How's everybody doing today? It's me, Austin Walker, joining me today. You already heard Natalie Watson. Oh yeah, Danielle Riando. I'm alive. I was left alive. You were left alive. Oh, fuck. We'll get into left alive in a second. <laughs> Patrick Kleptic also here. I'm mad at my cable company. Okay. What's Kato is also here. Kato. Hi. Patrick, why are you mad at your cable they company? They didn't fight for me. I I spent <laughs> oh, a lot wow. of Hold on. mental Patrick? energy. I, I, I cracked my knuckles. Uh-huh. I told my wife. My daughter went down to sleep. I yeah. said, I'm going to call yeah. Comcast. You had a whole thing planned. Um, I had a whole, cast I was a whole ready to script. be wooed. I was so ready to throw away. I was like, I'm canceling that cable. I've been in this relationship we before. <laughs> we don't use it. Uh-huh. We don't use it. And it's, it's, I'm ready for a change. But I'm open. I'm open to offers. I'm yeah. open mm-hmm. to be convinced. It'd be nice to be fought for you is what you're saying. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I get it. I've been there. I, you want I know. them to be jealous a little bit. I looked and it was going to half my cable bill. Yeah. Like my promo had run out. I was at 150 a month. I could go down to 80. But I was willing to go, you know, somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. if I could be Compromise. rude. Compromise. Right. And I called. Get this lady on the phone. You can't even just call Comcast. You have to request for Comcast to call you. Uh, that's already oh. the wrong type of relationship, to be honest. Oh, making a <laughs> You go to their website, and I'm like looking for the number to call. Ma'am. There probably is a number, but like you, it's buried like, you know, eight <laughs> technical documents deep. And instead, yeah. I mean, theoretically, it is like, meant to be more convenient it's like hey i'm free at 11 like call me at 11 so i just put call me now and then it called me 30 seconds later um and get some nice woman on the phone and she's like well what can i do for you i'm like you know we just don't use our tv anymore she's like cool you just want internet and i was like yeah she's like well we're not running any promotions but you can keep that internet and your bills blah 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 and i was like all right she's like all right click this link in an email and i said okay she's like <laughs> See ya. Enjoy your wow. weekend. Like, All right, Comcast. Is that how it be? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You still pay uh-huh. Comcast. Right. Just I know. You fuck it up. Thing, Yeah. If you're trying, if you try to leave, leave, yeah. that's when they're going to fight You tried to you. go on a break. You got to threaten to leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I mean, 80 that's bucks unhealthy. a month Don't is do like not nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's not nothing. Not even an it? offer to go to 40 bucks a month. Just nothing. Just enjoy not, it. Just, yeah. Like, bye. Cool. <laughs> You're better this way. You don't need cable. You I don't. feel slimmer Thing. already. Do well, you? I want to find the pain points. It's like you I can watch local sports through yeah. an antenna. Yeah. Do you right? have that so antenna set up already? 
No, I'm going to buy Ooh. it. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, that's the pain points, right? <laughs> right. Like, I can go back. You could. But it's you like, could. I'm going to figure you it could. out from here. And then. Now you got to work on yeah, yourself. So. Yes. And you're Shit, that's a lot of money, man. 80 bucks a month. That's a lot of money. I'm not saying a that's, year. Not, that's, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. You do a lot of things. And I got tired money. of doing the dance where you, I got a call and like, oh, I'm going to leave. Like, give me the t- year promotion. Patrick, you did that dance. Like, you I'm just done. did it. Patrick, this is that and dance. And you lost. The and, dance changed. Right, but, you sh- but no, because I didn't. Because I said I didn't want the, ca- like when I've done it I before, see. it's like, oh, I'm thinking about like changing my cable package. And then they just go, okay, here's the thing where you save 30 bucks a month. Right, right. Um. Why didn't Why you didn't you do that? I didn't threaten to quit. I just said you, I'm quitting. Why did you change mm. your script? Why did you don't? Because I actually didn't want to pay. I wanted to save. So the you got what you wanted. You got what you I wanted. Did. Okay. We'll see. I'm if just, that's I still just. What he I wants. didn't realize the relationship was. Don't that set. Don't set expectations. <laughs> <sighs> Speaking of expectations being set, I had low expectations and for Left Alive. <laughs> left Alive. Uh, a left stealth alive. action game from Square Enix uh, with some really nice art, I'll say, some nice character design. Was it made internally or was it uh, contracted to a studio? You know, good question. Patrick, I don't know. Do you want to know something wild? You can Please. destroy a tank with a crowbar. <laughs> you can do that. That gif <laughs> is out there. You can. Well, like, for me, it's not even that. It's not even the tank can be destroyed by the crowbar. It's the, the final hit just makes the tank disappear. <laughs> yeah. It goes like, burn. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And the tank like explodes for a second. It's just gone instantly. There's no like shrapnel. Debris. There's no debris. Um, the thing that I think is wild is Kojima's name is on the cover of this uh, because the character design, if you've seen the cover, uh, the character design is by uh, Yoji Shinkawa, who is like the Metal Gear character designer. And that just straight up says like Yoji, Yoji Shinkawa and then in parentheses Kojima Productions, which means he must still be at Konami and be like licensed to do this. But part of the contract was you have to say Kojima, which is wild to me. Weird. Um, <laughs> it is a stealth action game. Guy, uh, <laughs> I just want to point out, put a pin on it. Uh, developed by some studio named Ilinx. Il- Ilinks, which doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Uh-huh. Bad sign up front. Bad, bad um, sign. And up front. when you search, when you Google search uh, Ilinks, you you don't get and Games? you get some cap oh. software for o- OBS. I don't know. It is. Oh boy. Well, and also, of course, what you get is it is one of uh, uh, Kaiwa's major types of play. Um, oh, of course. It's the it's, it's yeah. a, one of the types of play that he outlines. You should listen to Game Study Study Buddies, who did a big deep dive uh, on his on his. Um, what is the name of the book that they that they uh, man about? playing man, games. man playing games? Yeah, yeah. yes, yes. In which he outlines that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was uh, on my book list. There you go, Natalie. I use, on that I shit. use that in my my own game. Danielle design on classes. that shit. Very... There we go. Welcome to the Nerdcast. Um, <laughs> Left Alive takes place in the Front Mission universe. Front Mission is a series I care about deeply. Uh, deeply strong. Front Mission is, is a series I wish I'd gotten to play more of. Yeah. Um, I've played one and three and a little bit of four and a little bit of five. Uh, they're tactical mech games. That's like, you know, my exact fucking yes, jam. Hello. Yeah, exactly. Um, they are, they were made uh, throughout like the, the 90s and early 2000s um, or mid 2000s, I guess. SNES, right? And yeah, the first to, one had like a real flourishing on PS1. PS1 had like Front Mission 3, which came out here and had like the best fake internet you've ever fucking seen oh, in your life. Yeah. Like mid-90s Japanese internet, just big fucking JPEGs to click on. <laughs> All I fucking want in my life is just like to shop around the internet and read fake message boards. 
it's like really good. Uh, four was like okay from what I played of it, but I bounced off of it. And then five was never officially localized, but it had mm. a fan localization. That was a PS2 game. It's really pretty. It has like a really great look to it. But then they started making just like mediocre. They made a mediocre action game like a decade ago, and this is worse than that action game. What was, was. That action game? Uh, Front called? Mission Evolved, which was like a 360 third person. Oh my god! Yeah, right. I know I, that game went into a void in my brain. Yeah, it's like in why the, did they decide this was the route for the series? Strategies have been having the Renaissance for a solid ten years I mean, now. I, there is something about this game that feels so cynical. That feels like <laughs> someone at Square Enix was like. Oh shit, Metal Gear is dead. Let's hire the Metal Gear designer, the character designer, and then make a, a stealth action game. Mm. We can do that. Um, there are things here that are neat. So this is a game that takes place in the fictional kind of uh, modern setting or near future setting of the Front Mission series. It takes place in a kind of Eastern European nation that would be inside, or it takes place in a city that borders two Eastern European nations, fictional Euro- Eastern European mm. nations that go to war overnight, basically. And there are elements of this that I think actually work kind of well, which is like, what the fuck happened here? There's a there's this mystery about why this war sparked off. Um, some of the character interaction is some of the character inter. All the character interaction is kind of mediocre, but there are there's part of me that wants to still know what happens to these characters because yeah. the sketches that they give these characters in terms of just like what their characteristics are, what their designs are, what their motivations are, are is kind of interesting. Also, there's a little map. There's like a character map on one of the menu pages that shows you like little portraits of each of the characters and what their relationships are. So it's like, this guy hates this guy and these two are allies. That's really cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, to play the game means to play a a kind of really... Janky is is often a word that we toss around to mean one of two different things. It's either like um, frustrating and... Uh, technically inproficient and uh, it, you put in inputs and the outputs don't match. And sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like wacky. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, the you, the menus don't work the way you think, but like, it's kind of okay. It's charming bullshit. Charming, yeah, charming bullshit. Yeah, 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 exactly. This is so much the former, Yeah, unfortunately. The like animations don't flow neatly in a way that makes it interesting or fun to like move around the world. Um, the sounds just like disappear from the game sometimes. Um, um, the menu interactions just like aren't in any sort of um, uh, uh, intuitive design or layout. And while what it wants to be is this game where you are in a really difficult uh, stealth situation where being caught really means spending lots of resources to get out and then probably getting killed. The the result is just kind of like being a really tepid, slow-paced stealth game. You know that mm-hmm. Dia quote where she says, a stealth game is only as good as the action when the stealth falls, falls apart, yes. basically? It's a paraphrasing. The problem here is that like neither the action after you're caught nor the stealth itself are particularly engaging. Yeah. Car- like Stealth is the worst place to have a janky game, I think, because if you can't predict whether or not you're being seen, if you can't predict the degree to which the enemy is going to respond or how long it's going to take for you to clear any sort of like alert status without any of that shit, it's just kind of, ugh. Um, and then there are mechs in the game, but they're just like really lackluster. They're mm-hmm. like the equivalent of like turret sequences um, oh. in, in terms of just like, wow, you have this big thing for the next you know 15 minutes or 10 minutes. And then you move on and you go back to being a regular human character. And they don't they don't feel that weighty. They don't feel that powerful. They don't feel that like. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. feel like a, a playable character. Right. 
they don't have character in that same yeah. way. Or at least not the it's like maybe a mode. the end game that feels like maybe there's like a, a really dope moment. Yeah. To, like I think about something like um Lost Planet, the which is like uh, not yes. a mech game, but is a game that had mechs. Uh that 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 first game ends with this like wild ass mech sequence despite not being a mech game for the bulk of it. So like maybe that happens here. Maybe mm-hmm. the, the final act is that, but like Are you gonna I'm get not there? gonna get there. Does this feel like a consequence? Like where where does the where does the sort of jankiness feel like it's coming from is it does it feel like it was like pushed to release too early and it just like the kinks yeah, weren't really worked out I think this needs out. another year in the fucking oven like there is there are some cool ideas around crafting and making traps and there's like lots of there's like there's a lot of unevenness around the presentation where mm-hmm. some so, there's lots of dialogue choices in this game yeah you're never really clear which ones are important or will have a consequence yeah more importantly or not more importantly but like uh, um uh illustratively like one of the ways that this the unfinished quality is kind of illustrated is sometimes your character says the lines that you choose and sometimes it's just silent oh no um like yeah, yeah. On, like not on purpose on purpose like some some dialogue options in the same conversation will lead your character to speak out loud yeah and other times no and it and it's not clear if that's because they inserted new dialogue branches oh no without how you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it feels like all the audio is recorded and then they did another story pass like what if this branched a different way and they're like well we can animate it but we just don't have the the va or the, v, oh, the voiceover I see. so they're just oh, fuck it maybe there's no talking for this one character or at this moment. like an anthem uh i think they just finally patched it out but just like a third of the dialogue just wouldn't actually play the vo oh you my would just god get the subtitles for Weird. it. So I'm saying there's an alternate world there where is. it's actually just an, an audio bug that isn't popping it because right. that happened constantly when I played through Anthem's campaign where it's just like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. I wasn't looking at the bottom to see the subtitles. I yeah. thought I would just hear what was going on while I was shooting this giant bug. It, um, yeah, God, it, I guess it could be that. Cause like, I want to be clear. I don't mean that it's like an RPG where like some, some conversations are voiced and other right. ones, like a, like yeah. a JRPG. Yeah. And other ones aren't. I mean like y- the other NPCs in this conversation all talk all the way through, but your character, you'll, you'll sometimes be like, no, stop it. And you'll hit that button and the character goes like, and everyone was like, I won't stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, uh. Oh, no. So it's, it's tough. What it really makes me want is like a Metal Gear Solid 5 expansion pack. Yeah. Uh, MGS5 is like such a, a, a good version of this game of like stealth, high consequences, lots of lots of like coming up with plans on the fly and seeing them fall apart. Uh, and it is exciting when you fight your way out of those consequences. Um, Danielle, I don't know if you ever played that game, but like there's stuff there for you yeah. if you can get past the fucking bullshit. I played like a few hours of okay. it. Okay. And I really enjoyed it. Again, yeah. getting past some of the bullshit. Some of the bullshit. Some of the, yeah. the dead whale stuff or whatever. Listen, I- Was it a space whale? Space whale, fire whale. I'm here for that. I'm here for that bullshit. The bullshit I'm less here for is quiet. the like, quiet stuff and yeah. some of the other- like, I, I remember. Yeah. There's stuff in Metal Gear I like. Anyway, there's a lot of stuff in Metal Gear I like. Metal Gear is- so, uh, we have to find a way to talk about Metal Gear. I don't I know. I mean, oh, it's almost like it's almost like we reasons. have a way to talk about Metal Gear. It's almost like we have a don't say out loud, <laughs> One don't day we'll figure you. out some way to do it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. More <laughs> reasons. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> God. 
<laughs> so the intro song. That's my um, new intro. Yeah, totally. But like, it's like, oh, the the urban environments in war is a really is a really well rendered setting here. Um, they do some stuff around like wanting to save civilians that is interesting and like the that stuff could have been expanded upon in a in a better way. So I'm bummed by it, but I'm not. But it's like I'm disappointed, but also my expectations are already really low. So this is know. this it has is a, a good look. To, oh, go ahead, Daniel. It was okay. I was just gonna say it, it, this is a really interesting reaction from you because I know you are famous on the internet for yeah. enjoying games that are maybe a little broken. Oh yeah, like but interesting and mechs. Like this is and the mechs. I have the intersection yeah. is here. So if I don't like it. Then something's Yikes. really yeah. It, it fell below even that bar of like oh something that could be a little broken right. as a, long as it's interesting. Yeah I, yeah, I do. I am like a big fan of the seven out of ten. I'm a big fan right. of games that are like mediocre in a polish sense. Right, sure. where like it's still a game that has functioning menus. Period. But but maybe they're not intuitive or right. uh, the combat doesn't necessarily flow the way you want. like. Something like Dragon's Dogma, where like that game probably needs a lock on for its melee combat and it just doesn't have a lock on that's okay i'm fine with i'll deal with it like a lot of my favorite games are in that space right this could have been that this so easily you know in a different world could have wound up being one of those games where i'm like listen you just have to get through the bullshit that is (laughs) that you just deal with it just deal with it because the the political like uh machinations are really interesting because the character design is really good and because like sometimes you you if, if it just actually made me feel good for like setting up traps and crafting neat things like you can do all that stuff, but never, I never feel good crafting right. a tripwire. It's then, like, not at that level no. of competence. And that's really. that's an yeah. interesting dilemma because I think like the thing that's happening there is it's about clarity of information. When I played Metal Gear Solid Five and I set up uh, like an escape plan for just in case my plan goes wrong, my like my sneaking in goes wrong, and like get out, I know exactly what my what's on my tail, and I know how I've dealt with it. Right. Yeah. Whereas here. Because it's never clear how many enemies there are, because you're not marking enemies, because it's not very transparent in that design, when I kill someone who's chasing me or if I, you know, knock them out, whatever it is, I don't necessarily feel accomplished. I just feel like, oh, I heard an explosion go off. Shrug. Like, did, I, <laughs> did, did, I make an, uh, did I make any progress because of that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Are more enemies going to spawn in? I can't tell. Like, I I don't know. And that is a, a dilemma. Whereas yeah. one of the things Metal Gear Solid Five did so well was giving you a lot of information about who the enemy was, what they had, what kind of equipment they had on them, why you were fucking up, why they were succeeding. Um, the, the smallest things are just like... You know, knowing that they got new like uh, helmets or whatever that prevented you from doing like your sniper rifle headshots, or knowing that they got you know anti explosion armor and like oh fuck, all I brought with me were mines. That stuff is also cool. That that uh, it commu- helped communicate that storytelling thing that yeah. we always talk about. And this just doesn't just doesn't have it. Um, so I might watch the cutscenes on YouTube. We'll see. <laughs> I might I might do wow. that. The the sheer desperation. I just need to I need to know. Patrick. You want to know? Yeah. No. I am. Yeah. I hear you. Get it. God. Just port front mission to an just, iPhone. That's all. Get over it. Though there's a DS build of front mission one that oh. was really good, and I just like put it on the Switch. <laughs> just put it on Switch. Put it on. Put the Switch. everything on Switch. Put everything on. Switch. I, I would be so curious to know like how because I mean that's you know it's easy to armchair yes. like a business decisions, but like in an otherwise sort of dead franchise like Front Mission, yeah. like I just wonder like how does the how does it happen where millions of dollars, tens of millions? I mean I don't know. What the, you know even games like this have to be expensive on yeah. some level. Yeah. Uh, 
how does that happen versus like can't just make a small team just like go port that stuff? Like, yeah, I don't port, know. Front, just, front Mission 3 is on PSP and PS3. Like, what? Yeah, port it. Port, port it to port it to PS4. <laughs> port it. Port it to Switch. Just remote play it. Rem- yeah, whatever. I could remote play it, I guess. Anyway, uh, that's my that is my ch- my mech check in. My mech in. Uh, <laughs> God, I that's appreciate good. all of your patience for me while I exercise these demons. Ah, um, so that that really we're here for lot. you. Thank you, thank you. Speaking um, of demons. Speaking of demons. Uh, Patrick and Danielle, you've been fighting demons. Are you a demon or are, are you, you fighting them? Tell me. A, yes. Can I, uh, this is a <laughs> this answer. Is, is, well, yes, I mean, I, right? I, I, I exercised a demon this weekend. Um, I don't like shoelaces. Oh, fucking. This mm-hmm. was not the throw. Mm-hmm. And I expressed mm-hmm. this to my wife and I have to walk my dog all the time. Mm-hmm. And I just wait, wait. I get lazy about tying them. So then I have to retie them and I get frustrated about retying them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Staff. You Andy she Rooney said, motherfucker. I think there are some what? shoes without shoelaces. Why? And there are. There's these, un- these Under Armour shoes. You just slide them on. They're like a combination. They're like a Velcro? halfway between. Do you have is them on right now? Read? Yeah. Are we? What's no. happening? But if Under Armour wants to sponsor me and send me like five more pairs, because I'm pretty sure my whole closet's gonna be full of these motherfuckers. They're incredible. Why don't anyway. you just get some Vans or I something? Just, between- you know what's funny is that I actually had a shoe tying conversation with my partner last night. Taking cool. the dog out to walk. Wow! I actually had this conversation wow. because I don't mind tying them when I'm going out to do a whole thing. When I was out there for five minutes, fuck these shoelaces are a nightmare. You you ever heard? No of sympathy. Vel- wow! We had a weirdly similar conversation. I'm wearing night. shoes without shoelaces currently, so I Same. can't fucking say shit. Cool. Two. <laughs> cool. Is it? <laughs> Two. Yeah. I just They're feel dope. like the things you brought to the table today, Patrick. Have been. I called my cable company and they didn't fight for me. Why is the Black Knight in Medieval Times also black? That seems a little on the nose, Medieval Times. Is that a thing? What is this? Apparently. Oh, also, I need to talk to you about my not reply Disney to your on tweet, ice, Natalie. Wait. <laughs> oh wait, did we? Not at Medieval Times. That wasn't Disney on Ice. I just, no, was I not. just looked. I just hold okay, on. Hold wait. Did you? When I saw your tweet, I didn't really look at it because I just saw that you were. Thanks. I well, saw no, that yeah, you were good. just in a crowd, and I saw your daughter mm-hmm. in a princess dress, and I yep. saw a stage in front of you, and oh, I was like, blue. "Are you at fucking Disney on Ice again? Do you have fucking season seats to Disney on Ice? Why are you always there?" I also thought it was. I one hundred percent also thought it was Disney on Ice. I got a 100%. lot because of the blue. It looks like it ice looks like and ice. smoke and shit. It does. And somebody. Hours there's a horse. later, there's a horse. Hours later, was like, "Have you never heard of medieval times?" Like some rando on Twitter replied <laughs> wow. to what I said, and I looked back and I was like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, "I'm just not going to address this. I don't need to make a statement." Now, Natalie, I'm going to I'm going to give you an escape hatch on this. Okay, please. My daughter, the moment we got there, pointed at and goes, "Ice skating?" See, and I was like. So you're good. You're good. You're synced Thank up. Thank you. You're good. The queen. You. Yeah. With the queen. Very good. good. The queen Jessica is there at medieval uh, times. Wait. So this is your no, life now. Yeah. Your life now is medieval yeah. times. Yeah. Complaining about yeah. your internet provider yeah. and not wanting yeah. shoelaces. You are 70 years old, <laughs> my guy. Wow. It's beautiful. You know, 70 year olds love medieval I got times. A, I got a mortgage. Shit happens. Priorities <laughs> change. Look, halfway to 70 um, club is real. Okay. That's true. That's true. Uh, other things I flipped on was Devil May Cry Five. Oh, game that, uh, Finally, Austin, I, I sent <laughs> you a me- I sent you a message. Yeah, uh, about this. Um, we got codes early, and I got an Xbox One early, 
Uh, so I send that to you. Which I um, then forwarded to Danielle. Yeah, I'm playing <laughs> yeah, it I'm not going to have the code. time. Yes. Right. And I was like, hey, did you, hey. Then I got PS4 code. And I was like, have you played this? Like, man, I don't know about this game. And I played a couple hours and I just, I was coming off Kingdom Hearts 3, like a really, and that's like a really fast, like, mm-hmm. um, uh, action uh, game where you're just kind of like, you know, spamming the X button. It's just, it's a really, really fast Game and I come to Devil Cry Five, a game that is like not slow, but slow by comparison, um, and much more methodical in terms of like how you're like setting things up. And I don't know, it just was not clicking for me. Um, and and I write about this in the piece that I ended up putting up on the site. That was you know, extremely positive um, because I had a moment where uh, like a sense of clarity. Like Devil May Cry is a game, at least five. I guess I should set up. I've only played the first one uh, back when it was on PS2. I played. The, uh, I think, still underrated uh, Ninja Theory reboot, even though as more people have come around about the positives of that game. Really, really liked um, that one. Um, and then uh, I'm, I've played most of Devil May Cry 5. Um, and there's just a chaos to Devil May Cry series um, that is, uh, I think, imbued in the line that I put in the piece, uh, which was... Um, Democrat is not style over substance. It's style as substance. Mm-hmm. Like, that is its design... Uh, both aesthetic and like like uh, an ethos, um, and so you'll be in any given situation, and you just have so many different ways. Like lots of games want to communicate very clear ideas of how you should approach a situation, mm-hmm. in which maybe it's a rock paper scissors, but like there is generally a thrust of like you have a couple of options, and like choose how you want to approach this, or it's like turnkey, where like this is very specific. You should do X in order to accomplish Y. Then my cry is like, what if we just gave you the alphabet and then, I don't know, just like figure out what you want to do. Um, <laughs> it's a, and like to illustrate this, like uh, Dante, who's like the last character to unlock, um, I think like very clearly, because he, they unlock him last because at this point you should be, understand kind of the flow of the game a little bit. So um, you have a, a sword that you can attack with. Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, a set of like, um, kind of like rock boots like these big steel things that are both on your your hands and your feet, but you can swap between the hand and feet because those have different movesets, right? So you've got sword, rock feet, rock uh, uh, shoes. Um, you have a dual pistols. Also, you have a shotgun. And you can swap between those huh. in real time mid-combo with L2 and R2. So like you can throw someone up with a sword, pop them with the uh, uh, pistols, um, jump up, switch to your rock boots, and, like, shove them down and then hit them with a shotgun to fly them across the way. Jeez. That is just on the right side of the controller. On the left side of the <laughs> controller with the D-pad, you have four v- style variants for Dante's combat. You have uh, Trickster, mm. which means that you have more mobility. You can get around faster. Um, you have Swordsman on the right, which means you have more melee attacks. You have Gun... Gunsmith, gun something, gun something that basically makes your guns more powerful. Mm-hmm. And then on the left, you have Royal Guard, which is like defensive and counter. So, and those all are playing off each other while while you are in the middle of fighting. Is that something you set? Like, do you set your style? Like, you hit up, and then your your combo yes. for will be in that style, and then you can switch after you finish that combo, or can you yes. switch mid combo? You just everything is like supposed to be is fluid. Like okay, you can be switching you. between. Stop, like so, like you will use gun, the trickster, trickster because you can gun, right, and it, it announces it too, like in a big, big booming fucking voice, like trickster gunsmith, like as you're doing it, it's, and it's beautiful. Um, but 
but like that's the more complicated one, and then it like scales down from from there, where you have um, uh, 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 Nero, who looks like what is it, fucking wrestler uh, Cody Rhodes? Uh, yeah. He looks like yeah, Cody yeah, Rhodes from the exactly WWE. Exactly, like uh, from exactly, a exactly. Bunch of other to the point where I believe X, Cody has X come X out WWE. and said. Oh, uh, has right. he come um, out and said that? Because he, he did has a, come out and said, like, I'm not Nero. I did not model for the character. So, oh, wow. He looks so much like him. And what's funny is Cody recently did um recently did a uh a um cosplay at the at a, an event where he came out with a robotic arm just like Nero has. Oh, except, just like Nero, yeah. Except he was doing Metal Gear Solid Five Snake with the robot arm. Uh, so wow. it's, it's a different robot, but he has an arm now, right? So I feel like he needs to do a, a Nero cosplay at some point because he, oh. he'd do it well. Hell yeah. Um, sure and yeah, would. so uh, that's uh, all to explain that at a certain point, I just realized this is the game. Like the game is not about... Um, getting stressed over what should I be doing? It's more just do what you want to do and just lean into it. And the game's going to do a thousand different options on how to do that. And once I did that and realized the chaos was the point and to revel in it, I found myself uh, falling for the game um, extremely hard. Um, and that's without even getting into the fucking Pokemon character that you play as, which I can <laughs> yeah. touch on later. Goth, Danielle, I'm curious. Like, Pokemon. <laughs> goth Pokemon. Have you gotten a goth Pokemon? But, uh, V. V. I don't remember if it was D or V. 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 Just like the, you know, the uh, the villain character from the second season of uh, Orange is the New Black V. Mm. Um, not inspired, though, presumably. No connection. Yeah. Really no connection. <laughs> not late game spoiler. Can I see not v? A... That would be amazing yeah, I v. If, v. if it was. V is right, goth I'm, Pokemon. I need you to know that I saw a tweet today that was just, V just looks like Wiccaface's brother. So that's just for you, Natalie. Anybody else <laughs> oh, in boy. Goth Boy Click. Uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway. Natalie is reacting now. I'm going to bring up an image of V. To V. The hot goth boy. The hot, hot goth Hot boy goth Pokemon loves boy. loves his pets. Loves his pets. Oh, wow. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. So devil. Oh, wow. The devil is never. <laughs> Why am I not playing these games? I don't know. Why Why sure? I get this is great. The devil has never cried for Danielle. I, uh-huh. This is my very first DMC uh-huh. uh, in my entire life. I've always been like semi-interested, but also like, I don't know. This kind of looks like bullshit. Well, they've always come across as... Uh, <laughs> Elite's the wrong word, but for not themselves? the wrong word for some of the community around the series. <laughs> sure. Um, like if you're not go back, go back and look at how they treated the Ninja Theory DMC, and like elite is not a uh, disparaging not word the to use. How yeah. that discourse played out, but like I, I wonder for you, Danielle, if it's similar to me, where I like I like character action games, but Demon Cry also also seemed like. Oh, that's like expert tier. Like it's for hardcore enthusiasts. It's like close, felt closer to a fighting game in, in a way that like I was like, oh, maybe that just isn't for me. It'll be it'll be too much. Well, that and the character designs never inspired me until this one, I suppose. Like, you it, think the is that is that about the designs themselves? Is it about the fidelity of the designs? Like, what is the? I'm honestly not sure. Like, we could we could dig into this, but I just I had always kind of looked at this series as, oh, that's kind of interesting, but I'm never going to touch it. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's over there. I was always, you know, the uh, the Bill O'Reilly boss was interesting and to DMC, me. You know, yeah, from yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> DMC. But anyway, I, I started this, and you start in an area that is basically like H.R. Geiger, like death fantasy, like a, an alien spine kind of thing uh, with a whole bunch of like wild portals and other crazy stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, this seems like fun. This is demon land. 
Uh, and I basically, my experience with it thus far, and I've only played a couple hours, but I'm really, really having fun. I think it's stylish. I think it's fun. I think it's absolutely batshit. Uh, I, I would describe it as, and I just wrote this down, a low gravity, low drag, bananas, bullshit, mm. dark souls in a lot of ways. Uh, like you, you have a melee and you have a gun. And, well, I guess maybe Bloodborne, whatever. You kind of have two, you have like a heavy attack and a light attack in a lot of ways. And you have your your arms, your interchangeable arms that you can like, they're called something. Breakers. Devil Breakers? Yes, something Devil like Breakers. That? Yeah, that's devil it. Breakers. I haven't played any like, of this, but that's. Yeah, Devil Breakers. Yeah, like, like, yeah the main new mechanic for Nero the Devil Breaker is uh, uh, each of the arms does something different. Like, yeah. so one of them will like pop you into like a short like rocket jump. Another one could be a laser. Another one could be a bunch of whips that go around. They can uh, they can be utilized with just a tap of a button or they can be powered up or they can be exploded as a bomb. Like maybe you get one that is not particularly useful for your battle. The game doesn't let you swap between them. You can hold, yep. you start with three and then you can upgrade to hold more at once, but you cannot just like hit a button and change between them, which is a deliberate choice because they let you switch weapons on the fly right, right, for right. Other, other characters. Stuff. This is yeah. like, they want you to, they want, and this actually, this was part of my, what may be difficult, hard for me to get into the game in the first place is I didn't realize that I needed to be embracing them as just like throwaway items as opposed to like, I was like, no, like I like this one. Right. I want to hold on to this. And that meant that I wasn't really embracing the full chaos of that character and also was like making battles much harder for myself. And once I was just like, nah, if I don't Fucking like this one, I'm going to hit L1 and blow it up yeah. and just move on to the next one. Yeah, because yeah, you have to buy them. And also because it's uh, it's sort of like, if you take damage while in the attack animation, it'll get blown up. So hey, have you kind of this Yo! Whole thing. <laughs> Natalie has now seen Dante's motorcycle situation. <laughs> have you gotten no, there? I haven't gotten there yet. Oh we will my get there. God. Yeah, I'm showing we will get there. the trailer. So also, good. can I just say that these character models are like incredibly like stunning? Yeah. Like They're they great. just, they look so. Their it face. uses the RE7 engine, yeah, it's the which same. is now becoming like Capcom's de, de facto engine. It was also used in RE2, and it just whatever you know. A lot of studios would switch to UE4, but um, and like Kingdom Hearts being built in Unreal Engine was just a weird thing every time. Yeah, I that's so strange. Game. <laughs> but like RE7, the engine is like spectacular and like runs really well, yeah. and just allows affords them to just make unbelievable. Capcom fucking games. out here right now. Yeah, crushing it, crushing it. This Q one. Um, so oh, I just want him. Yeah, that's yeah. I like him. Uh huh. He just showed up and he's reading from a. Is it? I mean, there's a character named Virgil already in Devil May Cry, so it's probably who is Dante's brother. I think that that's I don't know right. The so, none of them are related, DMC, yes. and I don't understand the relationship. Well, because none of we, none of us have played these games before, which is on <laughs> yeah. us, right? Like Vir I, yeah. Or, Virgil is. It's also been Dante's a long brother. time since DMC four. Like that was right. a PS three game. Wow, was it? Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last time since and, and DMC one. <laughs> what I will say is from talking to people this weekend who like I have friends who are into the DMC games, a lot of the stuff that you're saying around like the, the your definition of like low gravity, low pull. Um, low drag. Low drag. So right. it's just like You're just going. Yeah. Yes. There's not you don't have that like that pull back as you move forward, right? Or like your your momentum exactly. is just go. Which it's um, fun and feels great. Uh, my understanding is like a lot of the stuff we're talking about has been in the series since one. Gotcha. I know two mm -hmm. is kind of maligned in, in the group in like the fandom, or at least it was the design. The design director on four, on this one, yeah, he was thrown into two as that game was oh, like wow. in like complete disarray, and Capcom wasn't sure how to ship it, right? And he was not able to. He's done like some really interesting. He did an interview with Eurogamer where they just talked through that project, and he was like, "Yeah, I tried." 
Oh. And yeah. did not have the time to fix it. <laughs> and then like DMC three was his first chance to like come in and like make his own proper one. Right. And like I know that people love three, three and four, people like, love really, four. really, really well regarded. And, and a lot of the stuff that you're describing is what I've heard from and seen in those games, even though I, I haven't played them. Um I just I'm just saying that because I know there are probably fans out there who are like, Yes, this is what the series is. You're just describing the series. Yeah. And like totally, but I it's really cool to hear y'all get excited about it. And it's a decent entry entry point. Yeah. Um it's in, it's definitely intimidating. The game is not particularly interested in making sure it will explain how things work. But it won't explain how things work. Yeah, for sure. Um, it is a game that like is very much like it's the fifth Wait, one. Wait, what like, do you mean? What do you mean by up. by that? Like the game flow. Like I think okay. like games that have like will spend like you'll enter a scene and it'll say like, hey, here's like a new mechanic, and you're like you're reading like the four things of like tutorial text. Like yo, that's complicated as sh- as shit, man. Like right. you're just that's it. Like it's not like hey, take There's me no off to the side. Where right, right, right. Yeah. No, I mean it there. does. Like it like makes. Like, it won't let you advance until it's like, make sure you press circle. And, like, it wants you to do the thing. But there's a difference between telling you and, like, making sure the player internalizes it. And DMC5 is just not that interested in making you internalize it. It wants you to, right. to do it on your own. And, like, that's where I, like, that was the big, like, cliff I had to kind of, like, start scaling. And then also, I don't know how you felt with this, Danielle. But, like, so with, uh, one of the other main hooks of DMC is that while you were playing, um... As your combo continues, you are filling up a meter, and yeah. the meter is, you know, is grading you. It's, you know, D, C, B, A, S, double S, triple S. Um, and by you get style points, which feed into you getting more red orbs, which lets you buy more abilities that lets you do more yeah. stylish stuff. And, like, that's kind of, like, how the, 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 the flow of the game goes. But, like, I at first found that to be, like, so deeply stressful <laughs> to have the game grading me in real time. <laughs> right. Because it's like, oh, so it's not just good enough that I kill the enemies, like, I have to do it well. And so I also found that to be, like, a uh, sort of, like, prohibitive to to me enjoying the game at first because I was like, oh, great, well, I fucked up the combo. Like, what was the point of, like, the last, like, couple of minutes? Um, and I sort of just ended up letting that go, also realizing the game starts giving you things that just, you know, it makes it easier to stack that stuff. It doesn't actually, it's not actually as punitive as it, it seems at first. And, um... I think as also as I wrote, like I, I I started to look at less as the game judging you and more that the game is celebrating you. Mm. And if you flip the way you're looking at that, it's like a, it it's a much more enjoyable bad. way of in- it doesn't feel bad. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll say that because uh, then it becomes really go ahead. That is something that's always maybe kept me away. I think that's part of the vibe around it being for like hardcore players. I mean, the, the other half of this is when I talk to people who really love these games, they are playing through them multiple times on higher and higher difficulties and trying to get better and better scores. And that sounds rad for those players. I'm glad that like the game has the depth necessary or the series has had the depth necessary to allow that style of play. Um, it just has never really appealed to me that much, which again is not a judgment of anyone who for whom it does. I'm the sort of person who's like going to play through something once and get the story and move on. And that for the most part, there are occasional exceptions to that. Obviously games I'll return to or games that I want to do a new game plus for they're rare. Um, and so for me, having that grading system so visible has always made me feel fucking bad whenever I've tried to play one of these games and I only get a B or a C or an A even because they go up to like triple S yeah. stylish yeah. ranking, S. Yeah. right? And so like, that's what I want to get. And also I'm a terrible perfectionist, like mm-hmm. in games like this, <laughs> if there was a rating system like this, like when I was in college and was first starting to play like Guitar Hero, I wouldn't advance to the next song on the list until oh, no. I 
got a perfect run through on hard in any <laughs> given song. Not expert, but just hard. And yeah. that was like for some. That's how my brain worked. I'm better at, at about it yeah. at this point. But it, the sting doesn't hasn't gone away. I've just gotten better at living with the sting. They just so, want you to fight enemies and make it stylish. I know that, but like, what fight if enemies? What if it just told me at the end of a fight instead of do, <laughs> but make it stylish? But make it stylish, right? I get Very you. Nice. I feel you. But what if it just told me that at the end of the fight instead of? But I then get, you would feel like you've wasted time. No, I wouldn't as much. Really? It's seeing it drop. Oh, the moment when something like this. I played these games where, where like you've got it as and then you oh. get hit and then it drops to a C. I'm like, well, fucking throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start over. Yeah. I feel bad about it. I could see that. Um, so, it's just me. This is just a brain yeah. worm in my head. It's been really interesting because I started playing this game. I downloaded it on Friday night, and I was playing it with my partner Vicky. And we've also been playing Trials, and they sure. are upset. They are the Trials same way exactly. as you. Yes, they are the same yes. way as you. It is. I have to do better than Danielle on every single one of these. Wow. I have to get contracts that she didn't get, and I need to get the perfect scores. <sighs> So, like, they're playing Trials, and then we switch over to DMC, and I'm just having a fucking blast. I'm like, I don't right. give the first fuck. I am here to enjoy this, and I think the game really support. Again, I don't have a history with the series. Totally. But the storyline and the cutscenes and the style and the character designs are so fucking batshit yeah. that I feel like it is really saying to you as a player, like, inherently saying, embrace the chaos, enjoy yeah. yourself. You yeah. can play this as pro-ass gamer, or you can just put this on just human difficulty, yeah. make pretty combos, make demons explode, and have fun with it. And so we were having both of these experiences, right. and they kept being like, JL, you didn't... Oh, you're doing S. Oh, you're doing SS. And I'm like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. It's so like, funny. <laughs> just like, like, I am having fun. <laughs> I will play on easy difficulty. Yep. I will I will never be like, I'm better at you. That Like, I'm not yeah. that person for the most part. Like, catch me in a game of Rocket League. I'll talk some shit, you know. <laughs> but, I'll also, but I will also be like, yo, that was a good goal when you score on me. Like, there are, there's a record of it out there. Go check it. Uh, I will certainly shit talk Kato while we're playing <laughs> Mario Party. I can't believe um, it. God but, but like, in, in competitive situations, it's so much lower than when it's just like here is a game that is judging me. I want to be I want to be good at it. Um, it's weird. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. I'm watching the uh, it, V fight now. What? Yeah, V is such an he. Oh man, I did a, such a turnaround on V. So V is so you, there are three characters. Yeah. Um, occasionally, you will get an option to choose between who you want to play oh, cool. as, like a handful of times in the game. Um, but for the most part, you're kind of like playing. You know, like let's say three missions. Then you're switching three missions. Then you're switching. Gotcha. So you get like a the, the the mechanics of each are so different, even though they're all character actiony. Right. That it actually takes a little while to like get in a rhythm with each character. So you do if you were switching all the time, it would be sort of uh, uh sort of tough to follow. At least I would have found it that way. But so V is like the greatest departure for any of these types of games because V the character does not actually do any attacking. Um. All V does is that when an enemy turns purple, that means he can go in and do the killing blow. Wait, how does he so, turn like, them purple? You, that just it, the game just has a UI element that like no, 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 tells but, like, you they're in a weakened state. If he can't state. attack, what is his? Oh, he has a cane that he just goes and like shoves it in their eye. Yep. No, I'm saying, how do you go from a non-purple enemy to a purple enemy? What are like in the in, how do you in the actual game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm setting up to you describe his attacks. Oh, oh, oh I've, okay. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Great. We're really we're good at playing real, off each other. Yeah, we're off today. Um, we're off today. Come you, on. Yeah. So uh, uh, V has access to two uh, sort of like pets uh, summons. You know, pick your um, familiars. Like you know, pick your pick your term. I don't know what the actual game uses. Right. Um, oh, uh, it's a crow and it's a it's a panther. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so the crow is sort of like your ranged, like gun w- weapon that the other characters Obviously, have. Obviously, like crows and then do. You, <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you have the panther um, that is, the, you know, the sort of up close sword. And so uh, you control V and then using the lock on, you'll like, you can target, you know, who you want to attack. And then if you hit square, that means that the crow goes and does its basic attack. Right. You hit uh, triangle, then the panther does its basic attack. And then those get mixed up with the different movesets. Like, uh, Demo Like Cry is largely, the, the moves themselves are actually, like, more about motion of the analog stick than they are about, huh. like, XXY, right. circle X, sure. um, I didn't sort know of that. things. Okay. Which Directions like, you're facing. Fighting games. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, like fight, that's what always gets me on fighting games is the memorization stuff is like I just short term memory is just not very good for me. And so it's like I just never seem to be able to stack that stuff properly. So in Demo Cry, it's a lot of like back, forward, forward plus a button, back plus a button. Interesting. Okay. And like there are, there's a little, couple variations from there, but not a whole lot. And like that's usually the, the wheelhouse you're playing in. And so um, you can do certain things with uh, V where. Uh, one of the mechanics of Demo Cry is the Devil Trigger, which is basically like a you know a boost mode. Um, some characters you transform, other characters you're more powerful. With V, um, you can either summon a giant rock monster right. that like just kind of bashes around, or you can uh, boost both of your your pets and then they attack automatically. Oh wow! Um, okay. So you can kind of like get out of the way. Um, they can die mid battle, so like they'll turn into an orb. And then they'll rejuvenate on their own, or you can go over by them and like they absorb, I don't know, your life essence and then like heal faster and then come you back into have, the fight. You ever have one of those weeks where you just get fucking turned into an orb? And you <laughs> just like, always got to wait around. You got to wait around for some motherfucker to come over and give you his life essence. <laughs> oh, God all damn. Time. Uh, and then like, to, so there, <laughs> he also has this weird bit where you can charge your, um, usually you're charging up the devil trigger meter by attacking and like it's just sort of charges over time um doing the like the end kill for an enemy um or finding little orbs that are scattered through the level but goddamn v can just pull out a book love and it. just yeah. look at it oh. and read like casually read during a fight <laughs> that's where he'll just <laughs> run into himself good. about his mommy issues that right. he has and then the and then the meter slowly fills up um, it's, it's just a really uh, funny touch. I it's just a weird character. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Um, he's just a fun character cause he's, he's so different than how you normally play these games. Right. Cause you're, you, the character does, does not do very much, but the, the, I got like 10 minutes into it and I was like, this isn't weird. I want Capcom to build a whole fucking game right. around mm-hmm. this guy. Um, mm-hmm. because you immediately, uh, Tim Rogers at Kotaku, when we were chatting about it on Twitter, I, I feel like his, he illustrated it really well. Which is that? Oh, Capcom found a way to translate like a JRPG battle system oh. into real time, and now suddenly this is what you would want like an action-oriented co- Pokemon game to be—one where you are just summoning Ooh, Pokemon onto the field of battle at once and yeah. using lock-ons to trigger different moves and stuff like that. Like if you look at V and then wonder, you you could see how you would build a, a different style of Pokemon game yeah. out of that. Totally, it's just a, a really fun character to to play and uh did you, did you find it nearly as fun as i did danielle yes i i again it, it for me all of this has been just embracing the chaos and that character mm-hmm. does feel like embracing the chaos in a different way that is still very very satisfying and just very 
Like, I just love V's whole vibe, too. Yeah. But the book and the, like, And the, the fucking sleeveless leather Oh, my duster. God. It's so good. It's a lot. It's, it's so a lot. Good. It's too on the nose for me. Really? <laughs> it's, just, it's like it checks too many of the I boxes. It checks po- too many of my though. own personal boxes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I understand. That's fair. I get it. That's fair. It was like Nero's like only a few, and you're like, oh, okay. I can handle. I just feel like vul- I feel vulnerable. Wow. I feel I feel too seen. You're very seen. Nero's an MMA boy. <laughs> right, he's Nero like is absolutely an MMA boy. An MMA yeah. boy. He wears no, tap he's, out clothing. He is the one for me. I know it, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm weak. Right. Right. Dante is a dad. Dang. Dante, Dante is a very dad. revealing Dante is, podcast. He's dad. Yeah. And he has a motor he's like a motorcycle dad, which is like that's a whole subject. Dangerous. Shout outs as well dangerous. to the uh the the engineer uh who is always smoking. What is her Nico? name? Nico. Nico. I do love her. I love she's her. She's great. Hair. Her hair is great. Her, her outfits hair are great. She curses is amazing. a lot. Her le- the cutscenes are great. If you oh. don't play this game, just go Did y'all see watch a YouTube compilation of the cutscenes yes. and then also look up. The yes. making of the cutscenes. Yes. Oh, good. Um, which I guess is in the deluxe edition where they acted them out in real time <laughs> with like little like toy trucks and like people in green screens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Before like the actual. And it's, and it's not. It's not like a, a bit. No. Like, this is how they just like figured out the animatics so they could start building. They have little it's action incredible. figures that are twirling in the air. Oh, I it's, love this. Ugh. It's so it's fucking funny and good. I didn't know good. about this and I love um, it. I'm trying to pull it up, but it's I'm going to add oh, and add so to go good. for long. Just look it up. It's incredible. Oh, it's Comcast. Yeah, it was. It was Comcast. They're calling oh. for you, Patrick. They're, calling They're for coming Mrs. back, Patrick. Uh, Who's him? I guess the, the last thing I would um, uh, leave on was, yeah, I tweeted about this weekend that it seems to have sold the game on uh, a number of people was, if you've seen a trailer, it is revealed that, like, you know, there's a, a motorcycle weapon that Dante gets uh, access to at some point. Um, I did not understand the true scope of what that meant <laughs> until I played um, the game. There, there's a moment where uh, you are involved in, in saving a character and your motorcycle appears. And it's not this motorcycle. You ride it. Uh-huh. And also it splits in two and turns into basically two giant hammers that your character slowly just kind of like bashes through characters. And also if you switch to, I believe it's the uh, swordsman uh, mode and then hit circle, which normally would be a dodge. Uh-huh. Like, instead, his motorcycle appears, and he he hops on it, and then he whacks a dude in the anyone that's in front of his face with. So you can just keep spamming circle, and you're just like running <laughs> around the arena. It's just that's very it's good. So that's very good. Much. It's so um, great. And it's made to be deliberately slow where you're only going to use it in certain like kind of like crowd clearing mm. scenarios, like one on one with a, a a boss that's like going to be pushing you around. It's not super useful, but it is just a, the game has an aesthetic that shouldn't, it feels like it shouldn't work, but I think because it sees itself so clearly, yeah. it, like, it loves itself. Yeah. It has no problem it loving itself. itself. Yeah, it, it's not apologizing for what it is in any way. No. Um, it is like, it is a PS2 game brought into 2018 for all, for all the reasons that are good and bad. Like, right. the platforming sequences in this game are atrocious. Um, <laughs> And the camera is so bad during them. But you can't help but love it, especially if you played any of the games from that era. You're just like, yeah, they said <laughs> this was a choice. They could have done something differently and said, actually, let's do we're this. just going to keep it the way it is. Yeah. Here's two middle fingers from Dante. We don't give a <laughs> shit. And I love it. Love it. DMC5 is pure. It might be the purest game I have played this year, even if I don't know exactly what that means. But it's the, the feeling God. I get when I play DMC5. It's a gamer's game. 
Oh, it's a gamers for game. For gamers? It's a game for gamers. From gamers by gamers? Wow. For gamers? Something else for gamers is this break we're about to fucking take. <laughs> gamers, take a break. <laughs> Go get yourself hydrated for the second half of this podcast. Danielle, I think, are you going to cut out at this moment? You have to I'll, I'll say one thing about objects in space. Did I spoil it? No, it's a podcast. They're just gonna. It's gonna be in the description. It's gonna say objects in space. That's a good point. We're gonna we're gonna take a break, and you and I can talk briefly about objects in space, and then I'll probably and then out. and then we'll head out. All right, BRB. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. We are back to talk about a mystery game. <laughs> what could it be? Objects in oh. Yeah, what, I, what could, uh, objects in space is a what is it? You wrote about it. I'll let you set yeah. it up. Yeah, oh, it's it's cool. I mean, I I've only played a couple hours as well. Yeah, uh, but same, I same. really really enjoyed it. It is a very cool game uh, that begins. It's a very sort of lo-fi, very nineties nineties uh, cockpit freakout type of deal. Uh, where you are a person, you're a pilot, yes. and you are piloting a spaceship. You're on a special mission, the Cassandra mission, uh, to kind of like go and be the first like transgalactic travelers, yeah. the human race. You're going to go set up some colonies. You're going to go explore. And that is sort of the setup for this game. You you talk to people through text. You know, there's sort of their really cool interface. It's all very. Yeah, they, they, they use the phrase modem punk, which is modem a solid punk. one. That's very it's good. Like, yeah. It's like the hacking from hackers, but a spaceship, right? Yes. Like yes. early 90s, mm. BBS, text driven. A lot very, of old computer monitors, yeah. a lot of clunky sort of technology. Yeah. Uh, very, very, very evocative of like that sort of like there's big chunks of plastic and metal and conductors and things yes. like that. And that's yes. what you're all sort of working with. Uh, should we spoil the premise? It's yeah, pretty I, think you, cool. I think you have to spoil the premise because okay. I think that's what works here, which is like yeah. I tweeted about it this weekend. The the I, What I'll say is like if you don't want the premise spoiled, jump ahead jump. by five minutes and we'll be done talking about the premise of this, I, I think. Yeah. Um, the premise is that you are part of that mission. And one thing that I want to shout out immediately that it does so well mm -hmm. is even though it's this big like space trucking, cargo hauling simulation game of the sort like of elite and stuff like that, um, it is – it immediately gives you lots of opportunities to express yourself and to tell uh, – Start thinking about what the world is and what your place is in it. Um, so in that intro, when they're talking about the Cassandra mission, yeah. they let you answer questions, right? You have a friend who's like, I can't wait to get out there Aren't in space. Aren't you excited Aren't you to excited? go be one of these explorers? This is amazing. Oh, my God. We're doing something no human has done before. Very like Star Trek, blue sky yeah. sort of and setting that up. And you can be up. like, uh, mm, shouldn't I we like, like Earth. I like Earth. Shouldn't <laughs> we be like dealing with the problems at Earth? Shouldn't we be? Yeah. Like actually the void is terrifying to me. It doesn't It doesn't go as far as like, hey, actually maybe colonialism even in space is a little fucked. Yeah. But it does get to like some – you can be a little more skeptical or you can be gung-ho about it. But either way, things go bad. Things go bad. 
you're like, all right, I'm ready for the jump. And this is actually a really nice little tutorialization yeah. here. It's like kind of teaching you how to deal with your spaceship, how to fly, yeah. how to deal so with inventory not, stuff and all that. I compared it to Elite before, but it is not a space simulator in the sense that you're in a cockpit with right. a joystick and you're piloting up and down or left to right. Like you are looking at map. You're in a submarine. Yes. You're in a one-person submarine where you have – you plot – courses, you engage, you make sure your engines aren't fucked up, you move power from system to system uh, eventually, you yeah. um, well, there's like other, there's like some other you stuff you fix things, you fix things, yeah. you ensure that your heading is right maybe you shut down your like IFF to hide from the cops if you're running you know, illegal goods, uh -oh. excuse me um, it's very menu driven in the sense that you're a character in first person looking at a bunch of computer screens, yeah. which is really cool so you jump through Jump through, and this friendly pilot's like, hey, what are you doing, buddy? And you're like, uh, we, I'm here for the, the call, you know, the big space mission. Yeah. He's like, oh, boy, you better sit down. And it's it's a guy named Leslie who is just like a space cowboy trucker guy. He's yeah. like, all right, well, you better sit down. It's 45 years later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you, oh, shit. Your fucking space jump went bad, buddy. He's like, there's he doesn't do a voice, time. but this is, we found his voice. Well, he, <laughs> he, like, speaks through the speech. It, it, he does use those sort of affectations yeah, yeah, of, like, yeah. you know, he's, he's saying, you know, saying things instead of saying Instead things, of saying things, you know? yeah. Uh, and he's, he's a space very, trucker, for he's sure. He's great, and he's yeah. so lovely, and he helps you out, and he kind of gives you the right. exposition of, like... Okay, well, things didn't go exactly great. Uh, there's no real aliens because you're all excited about finding aliens and finding new life and new civilizations. And instead, it's like, well, we found some microbes, but we found some microbes. <laughs> we didn't it. find any worlds we can really live on yet. We have like space colonies, maybe yeah. a like like out in space. We have like space stations. We have like maybe a couple of places where people can set their foot on the you ground. You go outside, but you need a breathing apparatus and like. You better not be out there too for long. For too long. It's like, and, then, and then also what you learn is like, it's only been 45 years since they got there, but already there's seven major factions. People are already developing it's space all corporations. empires. It's yeah. all like, this one's the corporation group. This is like the workers yep. united group. Like it immediately factionalizes and fragments, which I like because it is one of those, like one of my favorite things with the sort of like blue sky space optimism stories or is when they subvert that stuff um, immediately or like even deeper into it. Like yeah. Star Trek does this nicely also, obviously, right? Eventually in the, the world Later of Star on, Trek, it's yeah. like, oh, wait, you, we can't escape the gravity of Earth, right? It's going to chase us. The the politics, who people are people even in, in space. We yeah. may have improved in, may, in many key ways. We may have a certain type of utopia, but even, but utopia is a process and that means that it's, there's going to be ways and there are things outside of us. There are things outside of us that will yes. affect us. Um, and so this game does that really well. Yeah. You get you get back, you know, you, you figure out where you are. You figure out like, oh, shit, I'm in the middle of nowhere. And my only option is basically to become – to join the gig economy, right? Yep. Like I have this old fucking spaceship. I can you got to be a space Uber. And I can be a space Uber or like a space like FedEx driver or oh, whatever, well. right? You start – Space, space task Amazon, rabbit. to be yeah, honest. Space yeah. Task Rabbit, exactly, yep. exactly. And then – or you could become a space pirate or you could become a space smuggler or whatever, oh. right? I haven't gotten into that stuff too deep yet. Bounty hunters, you can become a bounty hunter. I haven't gotten into combat at all except one time a fucking pirate came after me and I was like, uh-oh, I got to get away and <laughs> ran into an asteroid field actually. <laughs> oh, um, no. Which actually hurt me even worse because I started slamming into it and it destroyed a component. It was a whole thing. But the way it sets the stuff up is really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, I, I will say before you go, Danielle, like I've seen this this game demoed at um, conventions like for three years now or something. Maybe I guess three years now. I was a giant bomb the first time I saw it. Sure. And it – one, when it demos, they bring out this fucking cool-ass like physical – 
oh, controller nice. system yeah, yeah. that is like a fake like cockpit basically with like a bunch of buttons and switches to flip. Um, it's like a, almost like it's like made out of wood and metal and it feels like something like what was the what is the mech game? I'm forgetting the name. Steel Battalion. Steel Battalion. Yes. Thank yes. you yeah. so much. Um, uh, that is just like there's a there's a bit of it that makes you feel like the prop is like cool and part of the game and like flip switches and like oh, all sorts cool. of other cool shit. You can actually use it? Yeah, yeah, totally. You could build, they have like the directions for how to build this thing on oh, there. That's on their so their site. It's yeah. so cool. But that plus the way the demos were run at the time and I'm not dissing the demo givers, but they were interested in showing you this neat interface, this modem punk style. It's, that's their term again. They're like, oh wow, like this is like the, how the hardware of a computer would really work. Mm. And that undersold the setting a little mm, bit. I'm sure right. 12 hours into this game, the setting becomes a backdrop to some degree, and you're running cargo missions or whatever, and just getting the story through, like, news updates. I mean, Which underpins the setting oh, as well. That stuff is so fucking cool, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. There's, like, a... You get, like, a uh, communications... Um, screen off to the side from your main from your main like cockpit. It's kind of like near your bedroom on your ship, yep. basically. Uh, and you can go over to it and type in like mail, and it brings up like a uh, your email terminal. Uh, and you can read all the emails that you get. You it gives you multiple draft responses, and you choose which draft to send in response to like accept missions or to like. At one point, I had someone who um who was like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm also what do they they call them like a." New arrival or a oh, yeah, newcomer. Yeah. Newcomers, newcomers are people yeah. who like show up late, basically. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I've been here for like twenty years now." But uh, oh yeah, sorry about you know uh, uh, Jeremy or whoever. Like Jeremy Pirates got Jeremy. Anyway, if you want to come through and pick up a supply, I, I've been making some hooch on the side, and well, I need someone <laughs> to deliver it. You can be like, you know what? I'm gonna stay over here where it's legal and everything is safe and good, and you can run normal <laughs> stuff, or you can reply with an email that's like, "Yeah, sad about Jeremy. I'll come around and see what's what." You know, <laughs> yeah. and being able to send those emails is really neat. And then also, there's just like a com or like a news terminal where you just type in news, and it's like there's so many good clicks and clacks, and it sounds like a terminal. Like it sounds like there's a machine inside of your computers mm, cool. moving switches around, right? Like that style of old school computer tech, and uh, that just like feeds you all the information about the debates that are happening about whether or not they should try to build the gate to get back to earth and yeah. whether or not they should change policy on drug usage or they you know this is a this is a space sim that includes phrases like uh like that policy is just being that that rhetoric is just being used to create a wedge you know sure like, is. Oh, okay all right you know what the fuck you're talking you know what the fuck is up yeah um it's been really cool so far so i'm excited to put some more time to that yeah i i uh, my brief note uh on ending as as i I'm going to make a dramatic exit myself. I'm going to go be an object in space upstairs and mm. eat some lunch. Um, but just generally, I, I truly love, uh, just as somebody with really severe depression that's going through a really extreme uh, and long-lasting depression, uh, a game that is like, everything's a fucking mess, but here are some things to kind of latch onto. Here are some ways and means of sort of coping. Here is like, that is sort of the meta text of this game. And that was really comforting to me and mm -hmm. really resonant with me. Uh, and I, I had the pleasure of sort of just, uh, you know, some of the devs and some of the writers on the game uh, were, they liked that I wrote this piece and also said like, yeah, that was very much the intent. Like right. this is very much where this is coming from. That is very much what we want to talk about in this game, even though it's like this cool space sim and all these other, you know, sort of fun things to sort of latch onto are there. It's very much about coping with a bad situation yeah. and like finding your way in a bad 
bad, whatever, a complex world with a lot of bad shit kind of going yeah. on. It's like, here are the things to latch onto. There will be the Leslies out there right. who are going to be like nice space truckers. The, yeah. the Jeremy's, sorry. Jeremy's the Jeremy's guy who got, got the I other guy. The other friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Jeremy's not, it wasn't the right name anyway. I forget what it was. Yeah. But, I mean, but yes. Jeremy's bud. We'll just right. call it Jeremy's, Jeremy's bud. bud. So yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's really cool in that way and very resonant in that way. And I do want to spend more time. Me too. My favorite thing about well. it is I found myself this weekend writing the sentence without actually thinking about it in a in any other context i wrote uh in a group chat i'm in anyone here fuck around with objects in space yet and then someone pointed out that in any other context that just sounds like the most ridiculous <laughs> y'all ever like y'all ever fuck around with objects in space do you have object permanence you all ever just look at a coffee cup y'all just wow look at this object in space yo <laughs> uh so yeah that is my that is my i'll check in with it though for sure extremely for sure. good Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign up. This is Leslie, the space the space trucker. captain. Wow, all Cap- right, Captain Leslie, Captain wow, Leslie, promotion, signing yeah, off. Yeah, captain. Damn, <laughs> you know, cap- I'm just captain of a truck. Okay, it's not that special. If I had a truck, if I had a truck in real life, I would definitely call myself the captain. Absolutely, of the truck. <laughs> you call me captain. Like, also, we are going to Walmart. Yeah, the captain's gonna yeah. get you there safe. Hey, not every job's exciting, but I'm the captain but of I'm, everyone. Exactly. <laughs> all right, bye everybody. Have bye. a good one. Thanks. Uh, I know this is the most me thing in the world, but I heard that a couple of y'all had played the game with mechs in it. I did. <laughs> wow. Hi. Bookending this podcast. We are bookending this podcast. Unless, Patrick, do you have another non-mech? Do you have, like, uh, do you have to com- complain about, like, your electric bill? What's the, what yeah. else do you got going on What's over there? What's new with Con Ed? <laughs> I don't think they have Con Ed. They don't have Con Ed out there. What's new with Chicago? No, we do. Chicago no, we do. Really? Out here. Wow. Yeah. Yo, do you get the guys who come through and are like, da, 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 da. hey, uh, I am uh, an authorized reseller of electricity. We can save you $300 on your Con Ed bill, but really it's like a big scam. Do y'all yes, have that out we, there? Okay. In, in my next door, uh, like that is a constant, like, they're coming through again. Oh, God damn it. Those scammers like, and like people are so like, they're like, call the cops. Just like call the cops. Um, wow. Wow. Christ. That's no, don't call the cops. Don't call the cops. Don't, listen, let me tell you something. Don't call the cops. Just be, <laughs> just be like, sometimes there's at least once I told a guy, I was like, yo, do you know what you're selling? Like for real? And he was like, no, it's good for you. And I was like, do you know what you're doing for real? <laughs> and I like said, I was like, go on wow, the internet, on look th- look up this shit. Listen, I almost worked for like a a mid level marketing scheme once. Yeah, not well, I didn't almost work for it, but I was I applied, I got the job to and go be a fucking scammer. Googled I guess. it, and I was like, none. Of, this was like right after college. This was right after college. I was desperate for a job. I had been in like a nine week long interview process to go work at, at the time, a mobile game developer before it was in the era of flip phones, actually. And that job didn't come Hell together. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Shout out to Gameloft. Shout out to <laughs> Priscilla in the HR department keeping me on the hook for nine weeks of interviews <laughs> and wild. game design tests. It was wild. It was that's so fucking, wild. That's fucked up. It was fucked up. That it was should fu- be illegal. It was literally my summer was just like, I might get this job. Uh, so I didn't get that job. And so I ended up like, all right, well, I got to get a fucking job. I'm out of money. So I applied to this, this, like, it was like a local events management company Mm -hmm. that needed, you know, whatever bullshit they posted on the job on monster.com or whatever. (laughs) That's still around. It's still around. It is. Um, and they, um, 
I went in, I did, I did the interview, and I knew immediately that I had to fucking leave because I was living in North Jersey at the time, and um, the one of the interviewers was like, it says here you went to Hofstra University. And I was like, yeah, that's right. He's like, I really like McCabe's, that bar down near Hofstra University. And that is a bar that was like, 90 minutes away from there and it was a bad college bar like it's like <laughs> it's you know thirsty thursdays yeah. the, it's like that style of ladies shitty night. ladies night like the sort of like dive that does not card because they know most of their most of their guests are i guess most of their their customers are yeah 19 year olds <laughs> guests guests <laughs> i almost said clients yeah. we are guests uh, yeah <laughs> if only and i was like Hmm, this this motherfucker's shady. Yeah. I shouldn't take this job. I looked into it, I was like, oh, this is a pyramid scheme. Okay. <laughs> um, so so sometimes those kind of ed guys come through and I'm like, you know what? I've been there. I've almost fallen into this trap. You probably don't know what you're doing. Get the fuck out. Wow, that's kind of you. It, I would just not answer the door. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what that's yeah, that's, that's, that's once you have a video of doorbells, <laughs> just like Yeah. Cool. I'm good. Not next door is just a social network for white people to figure out who they want to call cops on. That honestly. is 100% true. Caroline Caroline Haskins at Motherboard literally wrote this article a couple weeks ago. It's also or it was about next door or Rings. I know Ring had something written recently about it too. Like uh, Ring which she is the, did the Amazon one on owned. Yeah, she did the one on Ring. Yeah. She did the one on Ring. Yeah. And then Motherboard just, I think also put out something about next door as well. It yeah. might have been her. The she, Caroline piece from la was from last month cuz time is a fucking nightmare. Oh shit. Oh, fuck. February 7th. Amazon's home security uh, company is turning everyone into cops. Uh, neighbor Neighbors is the one that she did. Neighbors, oh, a social media crime reporting app owned by Amazon, creates a digital ecosystem in which you are encouraged to assume the worst about your neighbors and people of color are once again being harmed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If you, yeah if, you, if you scroll through like in in Ring, you you know, you, you can put your address in it and then you are like geotagged into like a certain yeah. neighborhood. And mm -hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's useful to a certain degree because we have a lot of coyotes in the area. We're not far from- sure. Um, a bunch of wooded areas. And so people will, like, if the coyotes have made their way into, like, the housings, like, people will make sure and put their dogs in because, like, that happens, like, every couple of weeks. It's like some poor story of, like, a dog just being fucking killed by a coyote just doing its thing. Um, but mm, that's, like, one of every five. <laughs> and then, like, right. the other ones are just, like, Look at this suspicious, shady looking, shady, shady, suspicious looking character that's got a flyer. Always described for something as character, yeah, color characters just in this neighborhood. But color's yeah. part of it. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> uh, I really like the best of next door Twitter yes. account that collects the yes, best stuff on next door. That includes there's, there's one, this one from Andrew and Woodridge who says, "Who's got the biggest toilets for sale? No kid stuff, please. Not here for games." <laughs> That's good. And if you really think good. that if you think that shit is made up, you have not been on next door. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Patrick, what? we are getting some anyway. weird audio shit. I'm just gonna switch to central real quick. There we go. All right, let's see if this fixes it. Yep. You All look right. Do you want to mark it to, to edit this and Hi. cut this in, Kato? Do yeah. you want to mark the spot? Okay. Anyway. Video games. I love that I like dragon Patrick for like a, an entire podcast episode. <laughs> well, except that I was like, my whole thing was like, you're going to talk about some bullshit next. And then I talked about some bullshit next. So we're all in Look, together. I may be the we're one that gets called out on it, but Waypoint is just everybody talking about their bullshit. And I just sit back and I, I, I just let people do it. I don't I don't have to drag me through the mud on it. That's, that's the, Rob's that, job. That's Please the, leave yeah, it to that Rob. Is, that is Rob's job. Rob has dragged you <laughs> twice today already about your And then apologized for he it. He did apologize. He sort did of. Apologize. Sort of. Mm -hmm. A Rob apology is also mm -hmm. 
you know, you're halfway there. Right, exactly. <laughs> if he apologizes even as a joke to you, you made it, you know? It's a dr- yeah, well, Rob, apologizing is still in itself a drag. So. That's true. That's true. Maybe it goes the other way. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Natalie, Titanfall. you've yeah. been playing Titanfall 2 for the first time. I have been. Is this because you're addicted to Apex? Yes. Addicted is a strong word. I shouldn't use addicted. Because you're obsessed <laughs> with Apex. I am obsessed. <laughs> that sounds better. <laughs> I have to find something. I am obsessed. I am obsessed with Apex. Um... Uh, so whenever my friends aren't online, I hate playing with randos. Do you? With, I only Apex. win with randos. See, I don't have good games with randos. Huh. I like, so I've gotten, I got to, uh, I've never won with randos. Um, I'm talking about like full rando squad. I've had uh, a win with like one rando and a friend. Yeah. Um, but with full rando squad, I've never had a win. Um, I've never had good games. I don't <laughs> like to talk. Uh, with randos because no, I'm either. afraid for my life. Yeah, no, I don't ever, I have no, I have the thing set up so that anyone who talks, I don't it's, even hear their voice. Nope. It automatically translates to, it into text. Yeah. 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 Um, Colin, Which is great, by the way. Colin from Noisy, who I've been playing with a lot, has gotten tons of win with, wins with randos and has had like a lot of good experiences. So I don't know what's wrong with me and my <laughs> PS4 matchups, but I just haven't, I've had like a lot of like, kind of bullshit drops where just dropping into spicy zones yeah. and like there's a there's ways to do that well and it depends on communication. Yeah. And so uh I haven't I haven't had a lot of good experiences, but so when my friends aren't online, I was like I still want to sh- play shooties. Yeah. And uh but I don't really know what to do. I was like, "Oh, co- like Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered is free on PS Plus now. Maybe I'll play that." But I don't really care and so i was like i remember that when apex came out everyone was like y'all should just go play titanfall 2 read that listen hear that in austin walker's voice because it was austin saying i didn't say you should just i like apex a lot yeah yeah but But there were people who were like fuck apex titanfall 2 yeah yeah and i was like maybe they have some merit to that so i was like uh, how much is this game? Too much money for me right now, but I'll buy it anyway. It's like 20 bucks. It's not that much money. <laughs> it's on sale for $7 yeah, right it was, now? Yeah, it was on sale. Uh, yeah, on PC. Ah, and I, I don't see. have a PC that can run Titanfall 2. So I bought Titanfall 2. I started playing it this past weekend uh, when I had no friends. And I made a friend in Titanfall 2, and that friend's name is BT. <laughs> and BT is great. a big mech. And BT is your friend and mm-hmm. will protect you yep. and I love I love I'm love. How far into Titanfall 2 are you? I uh so I didn't get a chance to play again after I messaged you. Okay. I uh beat the first sort of main boss, I guess. Uh I got past the Kane fight. So like the first boss, the first like rival yeah. enemy like encounter where yeah. like they have like the name pops up and yeah. it's like it does like the whole like Star Fox style. Yeah, like, totally. We're fucking in it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I really love running on walls. I love mm-hmm. to run on them. I love. There's a lot of things that I love just in terms of like quality of life about this game um, that you know would have uh, really turned me off. I it just would have been harder for me to get into it without it. But having things like the Ghost Runner, which when you're like not nailing d- down a platforming sequence or something, yeah. it'll be like, hey, here's you've unlocked 
ghost runner mode and you can like just drop a a, a drop a ghost runner and it'll be like sort of a person that will run ahead of you and show you like the ideal way to move through an area which is great for some of those that's so good uh getting through didn't even i forgot that was in there yeah it's it's part of respawn sort of like in apex is you know i think people are 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 keyed on to because apex became a bigger game but like respawn has always been a studio that like it feels like they're games made by people who play video games. Like I know that sounds like yeah. a like a like a simple concept, but like uh-huh. you know, like the tar- targeting of items in Apex is one yeah. of those like, oh yeah, like I've wanted this forever. Um, and the like the runner thing is like a single player equivalent. Yeah. Just like look, like maybe some people are okay at the shooty and not good at the jumpy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like just make it easier for them. It feels like they think of people that are not already their audience. Yeah. And that, like, yep. thinking of people that they can bring in to, like, how how do how to uh, uh, make a game that's accessible enough to bring people in who wouldn't think this is for them. Um, so the Ghost Runner is really cool. I love that when you fall off a cliff, you don't die. You just like come back and get to try again. Um, I love seeing uh, those helmets. Uh, there's those are like so those good. like a specific. Yeah. Uh, a, like collectible, which is sort of like a platforming um, challenge where you where there'll be like helmets scattered around the world. And it's so cool to like see one in the distance and be like, how the fuck do I get to that? Yeah. And I'm just going to think about that and try and get there. And I don't have to worry about, um, you know, it doesn't matter if I do or not. But, you know, just knowing that it's there and it's something that I can get to is really cool. So uh, that being said, it's funny to go back to the game where all the Apex guns came yeah, from. Yeah, I fucking yep. bet. Connor, are you also playing it or are you? Yeah, so what happened was I'm playing Destiny. There's new content. It's great. <laughs> I love it. Um, I get to a point in the quest where there's a new there's a tier of Stephen activity. Stephen A. Smith about Destiny <laughs> happening right now. No, I like know, Destiny. Like but. But. Um, <laughs> 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 new content it's good you know this about me skip i'm dedicated to the end, end game, game. <laughs> yeah the the newest bit that got dropped on friday was like, it is a good season 570 Stephen a ingram <laughs> god damn god put Stephen oh a smith god. in destiny bungie 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 yo if you're put, listening if you a general or something i don't give a fuck just like bring Stephen a he could slide right in there yo, that'd be so perfect have him narrate the destiny 3 trailer you're in control of your own <laughs> destiny now literally you can do this oh <laughs> uh, anyway i hit a quest where like the level was a little too high to do with randos and i was like trying to find a group and i was trying to find like something to do in the downtime right and i was like kind of burnt out on grinding so i didn't want to go back to anthem because that's all i have to do in there for right now yeah. and i was like Let's let's think about this. And I saw Natalie's messages of Titanfall. Like I was like, oh yeah, I bought that game when it was on sale for five dollars yeah. on P- on PlayStation Four, like a couple months ago or whatever. Let's hop in and see. Like I've never played it, and then I did beat the whole thing in one sitting. Wow, you went deep. <laughs> I like, like yeah, I never got back to game. the Destiny stuff. Wow, I like played. That was my Sunday. How long Sunday. did it take you? That was my Sunday. It's like it's like what like seven to ten somewhere yeah. in there, right? It's, yeah, you could do it. Yeah. Oh shit! I did, I did, and I did it. Oh and my holy god! Holy shit! That game is really fucking good. It's really fucking good. <laughs> I. Everyone talks about that second level, the, the one with the. No, so wait, is this where you are now? Are you in the? You beat Kane. Did you start the next level? I like just started it. Okay. okay. We've yeah. talked about the level before. I there are levels I do not want to talk about, Connor, okay. without being except for an abstract term. Sure. 
because they're like wild shit. Yeah, I, don't yeah. Really, I almost it, like if she doesn't even know right the conceit of the level you're thinking of. I don't know I want shit, to, but like I, I like good. yeah, like yeah. if people listening probably know what the conceit of that level yeah. is because it's been talked about enough. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have to yeah. say it out loud, but yes. holy shit, that was not how I expected. Like when I imagine people like talking about that or like people the, the vague way people talk right. about it because well, they don't want to spoil I mean, it let me say the it, name it, of the level so that people yeah. will will be able cause to and effect, cause right? and effect right? oh yeah cause and effect specifically yes yeah. Yeah. or is it effect and cause hmm. maybe it's effect and cause i think it might be effect and uh, kind of if you go back uh around the time that game came out i did a big feature talking to the designer of that level about yeah it is effect and cause it. yeah that's oh. uh that makes okay yeah, yeah. that I, makes sense um, um I can talk about a level that I played. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please. Which is, uh, and I think this is such a good way of teaching uh, uh, players how how you can do combat in this game that you that you would expect to just like stand there and shoot. Um, but in the first level, there's a, a sort of like a mission where you have to basically outlast waves of enemies that include these. Um, it's the ticks, right? The explosive. Yeah, they're like explosive little robots that will run up to you and do a lot of damage. Yeah. And I was trying to but just. You're not in your mech during this. No, no. you're not. Okay. And I was trying to just sort of like stand there and shoot as many as I could and just kind of like, just like clear, clear each wave. And I died. And, and, and the, the game was like, hey, you can wall run and you will be faster. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, I can wall run. Yeah. And I will be faster. So then I just started like running around the whole uh, area. And then when I had enough distance, I would shoot, 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 and then jump on a wall again and start running away. And it just like made it just made it so much more. I just love that that's what this game is, that it's not about like. I don't know, like finesse of of sh- shooting. It's not just like headshots. Yeah, it's not, it's not a cover just shooter. like yeah, it's exactly. Not planting your feet. Yeah, it's like move and and get in a position that you can protect. Like think of yourself Man. first, kind right. of. That right, that is right, like right. In, in a way that like is like you're vulnerable, you're fragile, you're not like a tank, you're not some like. A lot of the times we we feel like superhuman almost compared to our enemies because one shot takes them out and it takes like 10 or 15 to right. take us out, even though we're like presumably the same a person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think this game does. I, I mean, there's a little bit of to that. There's a little bit of that to an extent, but um, you definitely can't just be standing there if you're not in your mech and like taking shots. And even in your mech, like it's a lot about sort of like uh, uh, moving direction and like and God, like so taking good. projectiles in and then redirecting them a- away from you. So it's not about just taking hits. It's yeah. like m- like taking the things that are being thrown. I love that first uh, ability that you get where you like the first gun you get where uh, your shield is like actually a void and it like holds all the projectiles in front of you and then shoots Mm -hmm. them back. Like, I just want to use that forever. I know, I know. The second one, I wasn't really... The second one is just the wall, right? The second one is the wall that you just like the sort of um, like uh, Orissa sort of like you drop a wall in front of you and you're just like shooting. The thing is, that is, is that tone is the second one that you get? Yeah, I think so. Tone is like, so... 
all of the builds you unlock in the t- mm-hmm. for the Titans mm-hmm. end up being the different Titans for multiplayer. And oh, playing there ends up meaning that I have different fondness for different ones than I did yeah. in single player. I really like also it's weird coming to it from Titanfall One. Like a lot of the in Titanfall yeah. One, you just equipped different abilities to different things. Titanfall One didn't have a campaign in the traditional sense. Gotcha. It had it had a multi it had a campaign that was basically a radio play that played at the top and end of certain levels uh-huh. that were multiplayer matches. You mm-hmm. just did multiplayer matches like, but it cast you as if you were the heroes of gotcha. an ongoing war story. Um but in two Instead of just being like, here's your pick a little, medium, or big mech, and then give it different abilities, it straight up says like, here are the seven or eight mechs that you can play as in multiplayer. Mm -hmm. And so the thing that was frustrating to me in like a, not in a a productive sense, not in a bad sense, I'm like, I fucking hate this game, was that my dream is that shield you're talking about. Yeah. The like vortex shield that catches bullets and missiles and fires them back. Yeah. Plus the gun from Tone, which is this like big, heavy rifle that goes like, boom, boom. Boom. Mm-hmm. Their, their gun sounds also just all are all the yes. Yes. Like, it's all it's good. So fucking good. Um and their designs in general. The thing I love about tone is there's like the you lock all you do like every shot that you hit mm-hmm. creates one lock thing. And once you get three of them, you can fire a missile yeah. salvo. And you can do that. That's not on cooldown. That you can fire as often as you get those three locks. Oh, I didn't And so you end up that. with the gun can do it. You have like a sensor like beacon that you can shoot yeah. that yeah. does it. And so once you're on it, like when you're in the zone in that mech, yeah. it's just like bop, 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 missiles, bop, 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 bop missiles, yeah. sensor lock, bop, bop, missiles. And you're yeah. just, just dumping it. And it feels great. I miss the vortex shield a lot, but that's a trade I'll, I'll take for that that flexibility with the missiles a lot. That's what's um, really cool. I just unlocked the like fire one scorch scorch. Yeah. 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 So I haven't tried. I haven't gotten to try it yet, but I just grabbed picked it up. <sighs> Going back to that game before Apex launched is what made me. So I'd read this is back before, like a month and a half ago. Now we knew that there was there were rumors about the Apex about Apex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a screenshot floating around. Influencers starting to leak some stuff. I'd heard some things, but the we'd also heard like, oh no, Titans, and I was like, fuck, mm. I love Titans. I like that's the thing. Yeah. It's called Titan Titanfall. Yeah, and <laughs> that is good. Uh, I like them. But when I was playing the multiplayer, I was like, oh, these Titans are basically ability suites. Yeah, and if they're gonna make a hero based battle royale. I think it's in good hands, even if it's just people, because their abilities are all dope. Like, all of the mechs in Titanfall 2 have cool abilities. So, like, yep. see, some of them came straight over. Like, some of them are just in yeah. Titan, or like just Wraith. in Apex. Wraith is just literally the, the Ronin. Ronin. Yep. In, I fucking in, love that it's one. It's so good. <laughs> uh, I mean, she actually has new shit that Wraith, or that right. Ronin doesn't yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, that, seeing that stuff was really cool. And, and I'm, I don't know, like, maybe one day they'll make a Titan... <sighs> Hearing you talk about it and talk about the platforming, and also maybe because it's yeah. you talking about it, has made me realize what I want is like, I want a 3D Hollow Knight style exploration game. I mean, this is just Mech Souls again, isn't it? I'm just fucking <laughs> falling into Mech Souls where you have personal scale. One day they're going to run out of settings, they're gonna, Austin. They're going to do it for me. I want them. Mm, I want you're a person with like a cool jetpack who, yeah. who can move around and jump around and run on walls and, yeah. and do double jumps and do platforming stuff and yeah. have like regular gunfights. But then also that's all happening in environments where big, Titan-sized boss battles are happening, and where you're exploring a mech. Also, That's what if all. what if it was like a BT thing where you <clears throat> you could play as BT, like just BT, 
If it was just the mech, I'm not as no, interested. No, 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 but. Like, it was like, you have like two, two lives being led. Like uh-huh. two thing, two people, two playthroughs, basically. Oh. And you're like swapping between, like maybe it's like Either large different. scale, like in like, you're like zoomed out and then you're a big mech and you're doing like this yeah. big shit. And then you like zoom in and your person maybe like doing shit well, inside like my- of a mech. And like fighting people inside of a mech. Like, what if these oh, yeah, mechs are like, like gigantic, gigantic? I'm like thinking gigantic. You're thinking like, uh, uh, what's the Xenort? Uh, no. Xeno, Xenoblade Xenoblade Chronicles. Xenosaga? Xenoblade Xenoblade Chronicles is like takes place on two giant god beings. Like what you're telling me about, about Friends of the Table. Like those yeah, uh-huh. like ginormous uh-huh. mechs that are like. They're, they're big, but they're not. I guess they're people who live on those in some cases. In some cases. Anyway. 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 That's what I want. That'd be dope. I just want, I want, like, imagine Shadow of the Colossus yeah. where you're going from, like, mission to mission. Yeah. I want to be going from mission to mission in a mech and to have more stuff to do in that mech on the way. And, like, do you know what I mean? Like, like and, a gummy I mean, ship? Like a gum. Imagine a gummy mm. ship, but Ugh. it's a mech. No. <laughs> no. Mm. Imagine mm. a... God, what I I want is Titanfall (laughs) 2. What I want is Titanfall 3, but it's a big open world and it blends mech-sized stuff and human-sized stuff. And also there's loot and also there's like crafting. It's not, it's a, it's a souls is really what I want. I want to feel like if we're not doing this. Slaughter. I also really, playing Devil May Cry 5, I also wanted that. Like the, the, that game is structured in like very linear, like arenas. You're just going from like corridor to arena, Mm -hmm. corridor to arena with, and the aesthetics are wild, but like, um, it's really like if you took all that away, it's just like box room to a, a, a hallway, box room to a hallway. But the combat's so good, I couldn't help but like, yeah, like aimlessly wonder, like, man, if you just drop this into like a big space where like I could have this kind of combat, because that's always like the weak point in a lot of those games yeah. mm-hmm. is that part. It's just like the dream of like fucking, I'm just Dante going across a giant plane. <laughs> and I'm just gonna go to this town and just fuck some demons up along the Breath way, of but the demons also finish a quest. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. I, I and that's I. People like those linear games. I think Titanfall Two is great because it is linear, and they had the time to focus in on like. Specific, yeah, it's hard to like separate I, like what but, is. But yeah. even but then, those levels are you could dream huge and open in a way that is not normal for yeah. those types of linear games. Yeah, I think they've like set pieces that you get funneled to. Obviously, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there are still like moments where I like looked around. It's like I can go this way. There might not be anything this way, but right. like it feels like you're just going just, wherever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In like certain like you've got the Lo- the levels are so large that it's easy enough to get like yeah even turned around and sometimes. some of the platforming stuff gets wild yes. like it's not yep. none of it is as bad as Hollow Knight or like as hard as some of the, the mm-hmm. late game Hollow Knight stuff but there is some wild shit I'm so excited for you to get to we'll have to check I can't in. wait yeah I'll check in <sighs> next week sounds good I think that that oh one last thing someone wrote in it was a quick one for me someone wrote in asking about Stellaris on the console which I played over the break a little a very very little bit I played enough to be like oh hmm this isn't really what I want mm-hmm. uh Here's like the hot Solaris. We streamed it last year for a bunch um, big 4X game with like some grand strategy vibes uh, by by Paradox, who makes things like Crusader Kings and Hearts of Iron um, and Europa Universalis. Um, 
it is a you know a space uh 4x game uh, sort of like civilization in space and what i'll say is the console version seems like it leans a little bit more in that direction for reasons that aren't to do with the core game design i mean one it's a previous version of the game it's not up to date oh. with the current release and so there are like and, and the current release is majorly different this is not just like some number sliders are a little bit different or like there's a new there's different pirates now like there are also different pirates now that are not in the console <laughs> release, but like how you build a planet, like what you put on a planet is just completely, it's a completely different system. It's an old system that they've moved away from. And it's strange to me that they didn't try to like lock that one thing in to be the same between the two, because mm-hmm. it means lots of resources on, it's weird. It's weird that the PC version at this point just has a completely different interface for how you build stuff on planets That's strange. and a completely yeah. different system, not just a different interface Two, it's a smaller game. Um, if you watch us do Solaris, last year you know that i am a big fan of gigantic space sim or space uh grand strategy games and 4x games where it feels like there's a very active huge galaxy filled with you know dozens of other galactic powers who are clashing into each other and inevitably some of them get really big and some of them stay small and become vassals or become taken over or become like border states that prevent two empires from clashing whatever it ends up being i like that stuff a lot but to do that in stellaris on pc you need like 25 26 you know empires or whatever it is to to really make the galaxy feel gigantic in that way uh, but with with the the console version of Stellaris, because it's on a console and not on like a big powerful PC, um, they limit it to I want to say the largest map. You can't do like an extra large map. Um, you can only do I think a large map, uh, and then the the maximum number of of uh, empires you can put in is I want to say ten, which is like. 14 or 15 less than what I normally play with. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, which is weird, right? Um, And so, like, it ends up feeling a little bit more like Civilization in comparison. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I just checked. My normal game is huge, which is a 1,000 stars. And, like, between – I always put, like, 25 empires, but the maximum on PC is 30 empires. Whereas on – the console size, it's 10 civilizations and 800 stars is the biggest, which okay. you shouldn't do because that would mean it's going to feel very lonely. Like mm. with only 10, 800 stars is a lot, a lot for 10 for 10. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I would say like if you're going to get it one, expect it to be a smaller game in general and yeah. feel like more like civilization, less like Crusader Kings, less like, wow, stuff's popping off all across the galaxy. Mm. Um, and and to just kind of like. I, for what it's worth, the interface worked for me. Like, I got the the uh, controller controls pretty well. Mm-hmm. And if I was 16 and didn't have a good PC again, like, or a good enough PC to run this, or honestly, if I hadn't, if I was in a situation that I was in anywhere between the last, like, four years of my life and my PC had broken, or if I had, you know, if I had not been, sa- I just saved up enough money to get a new PC. So, like, I'm in a place now where, like, okay, I can run Stellaris pretty well, mm-hmm. but my PC was aging out of being able to keep up with even Stellaris, right? Like, I could barely <laughs> run Battletech last year. So, you could be out there with a decent gaming PC and Stellaris could still, especially in the late game, push it too far for you. If you're that person who's like, ah, I just want to play something on a console, go into it knowing these limitations, but it's there and it, it mostly works. So, that is that is my answer to a letter that came in without reading the whole letter. Um, hope that helps to that person. Otherwise, I think that's going to do it for us today. Uh, unless anyone has any other, uh, do you have any more shoes to talk about, Patrick? Are you good? Velcro, maybe. <sighs> I had something. A book you're reading? Are you reading like the local Else? tax policy? <laughs> are you? Which no, we're voting for an amendment to increase the funding for the uh, library. Um, that's good. Yes. Cool. Good. 
Um, Libraries are important. It needs to get its HVAC fixed. Um, <laughs> fuck David from. Um, yeah, fuck David from. Uh, I think that's it. I think any, that's, any any other beef to to? Yeah, do we have any other beef right now? Someone. Mm, no, I thought about it. No, we can't do it. No, no you can't. No. I I saw the twinkle in your <laughs> eye. I was like, B. I thought about beef. Austin, that'll play. That'll play itself out in I know. in other glorious ways. I know it will. I know it will. We're not. This isn't a subtweet. This is the opposite of a subtweet. Nope. Don't even worry about it. Nope. The internet is out there. I believe in it. I believe. I believe. <laughs> and it's a picture I of a computer. I want to believe in a picture <laughs> of a computer. Uh, I'm Austin Walker. You can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Patrick, where can people follow you? I have a last thing. Okay. I thought that maybe it was possible for uh, Into the Spider-Verse to at this point be overrated because I'd waited this long to oh, watch Oh, had you it. not seen it? Untrue. You hadn't seen it? Untrue. What? Yo, it's so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it. it's not like, because that's like a, a that, that, that yeah, can happen happens. if you wait too long yes. on a movie that everyone fucking loves. Yes. Yeah. It's not, under, it's, it is not overrated. You, It is a unbelievably wonderful. It's uh, so time, good from so, top to um, bottom. It's just like. I love it. It's yeah. so fucking it's, good. It's tremendous. It's, we talked it's a little really, bit about really it amazing. before, but like, yeah, I think like a year from now, that would be a good, be good and rewatch it yeah. once we get some distance from it. Yes. Um, and see if anything else, you know, comes out with it, with the, in the same vein. Yeah. Like if, if, I mean, we'll have um, Endgame this year. What is it? Yeah, Endgame. Endgame. Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Avengers Endgame. Captain Marvel just came out. It was yeah. fine. Yeah. It was fun. The trailers I didn't see Captain did, Marvel. did not convey the amount of humor in that film. Okay. It's yeah, very it's funny. Yeah. I it's, a, it. it's a fun romp, I'll okay. say. I still yeah. need to see Alita. I saw Alita. <sighs> that movie's mm-hmm. seven movies and <laughs> <Okay>. is <laughs> but also it leaves you in the middle of one. It's mm. like there are okay, there are genuinely three movies in Alita. Mm-hmm. Like it Whoa. feels like three distinct movies happen in that in the course of the two hours or whatever that it runs. And yet the third one and ends yet in it's the, the middle. setup for a trilogy. Yeah, and yet <laughs> it's the setup for a trilogy. It is messy in a lot of ways. I don't know that it's capital G. Mm. I like it. It has time. a lot of heart. Does it, it have a lot of heart? It has a lot of heart and like it for does whatever that means. It does something like, that like it stumbles into a number of things that I think are fascinating mm-hmm. around questions of body and gender and like, you know, uh, uh, stuff like that. That. But it, how much is that intrinsic to the material? Yeah, so that's, that's what, what I'm saying. So some of it's intrinsic to the material, and then there are other moments where it's like, ah, but also they're like sexualizing this character in a way that like, that doesn't feel like they understand what they have. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they have, there are other sequences where it's like, this is a character who cares about her body, yeah. and she is in charge of this sequence, mm-hmm. is in charge of her sexuality, is, a, is in charge of her violence. Yeah. She is like the agent of this world. Yeah. And there are a couple of other moments where you're like, oh, but they don't get it. They don't yeah. understand that that's what they have. Fuck. They're really cool cyborgs. Wow, cool robot. Um, <laughs> like it's it's there is like some really really fucking dope action. That sounds like a lot of typical weaknesses with James Cameron. hundred percent, a hundred percent. He features in. Yes. Like for people don't know, yes, that movie was directed by uh, what Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez, yeah. Um, but that I'm, was supposed to be his post Titanic movie. Was this like he's been trying to shepherd this Alita movie for really like yeah. ten yeah, yeah, yeah. years? It's like one of his faves. Um, yeah, huh. go go read the Wikipedia page for like the production history. Like he, it was yeah, it was a the whole thing for a very very long time. Because um, he also did that TV Angel that was an adaptation, Dark Angel. Was Dark that also, Angel was that technically an adaptation? I could see it being. It's certainly a very similar, or maybe it, it, or it was like influenced from like Cameron's anime phase and manga phase. Dark Angel, <laughs> the two thousand TV series that stars Jessica Alba, is 
so I rewatched it like four or five years ago when I was still in grad school because I was so desperate for like cyberpunk slash post-apocalyptic stuff. Yeah. It's wild. Really? I mean, it's like, it's a lot. It was lot. just a pilot, right? Like it no. never went to series or did it go no. to series? No, two, se- two seasons. Two seasons. Wow, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's very much like what if, what if James Cameron was Joss Whedon? <laughs> Yeah, it's no, like, that's right. That's, uh-huh. Yeah, that's the pitch. Yeah, I, it's it's weird. It doesn't hold up. Um, uh, but yeah, very like, much. Cameron, like has a long history of like yeah, putting women center in like yep. really uh, big films in good ways. But man, go read some interviews with him. He's got some thoughts uh, yeah, <laughs> about totally. women. No, like this in is a way like, that then betrays like the very things that he's trying to accomplish. Right. The Terminator, Terminator Two, Aliens are all movies that have women front and center and yeah. have them as action heroes or as maternal figures or as children being protected by maternal figures. And he has thoughts about that stuff. I don't a, know if I want to hear him. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it, makes, <laughs> but it like, makes the movie, makes the movies feel icky in a way that is not necessarily totally material to what you're seeing on screen, but you know that it's still part of the process. And then it makes you just kind of go, mm, right. James Cameron. Right. Like for me, seeing Sarah Connor in Terminator 2 and Terminator eventually, but especially in Terminator 2, where she's just like badass mom warrior. Yeah. Was, yeah. was one, the first time I saw my mom on screen. Yeah. It was like I, my mom was a single parent at the time, had gone through brain surgery, like was this like badass in little baby Austin's mind. It was just like my mom could could beat up your dad easy. Your yeah. mom, my mom could beat up anybody. My mom is the toughest person I know. And seeing Sarah Connor as a little boy was like, wow, like, yes, this movie gets it. Um, but like as I've gone back, like there you end up as we grow as a, as a culture and as we learn more about the world, you start understanding things like, OK, but like is is it fucked up that the only time women are allowed to be strong in 90s action movies is when they have a maternal instinct yeah. when it's all about protecting their son when it's all mm-hmm. about which like for me as the son as like cool son who wants to say hasta la vista baby <laughs> was like yes that's us that's me and my mom come get us Terminator um, but but like you end up seeing that there is a, it is a certain it's a sort vision of like, not the vision and Cameron the, pitches it like in a the very vision yes it's like the yeah. one way that women can be strong mm. um, well please subscribe to Be Good and Rewatch It um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> seriously right speaking speaking of uh, movies we've talked about on this podcast recently yeah I remembered why nobody watched Pan why because they cast Rooney Mara as Tiger Lily yo oh, right? that was like <laughs> That was early on in us finally like publicly giving a shit about stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. Nobody saw that. The reason why nobody saw this movie is because they (laughs) fucking cast Rooney Mara as Tiger Lily. (sighs) It also didn't become like a big thing where like she was getting asked in interviews and it was getting like increasingly awkward. It was like, yeah, it was probably one of the bigger sort of like casting a a white person as a a person of color yeah uh in in big movies it was like one of the one of the forgot yeah i was like why why and then i saw i like was like googling it or i saw it on twitter or something it was like y'all don't forget that they put fucking rooney mara as tiger lily in that movie and i was like oh shit yeah that's why i didn't fuck with that yeah, so. that, explain, that explains it. <laughs> yep. That explains that's part of it. Certainly, is yeah. like, oh, just ne- yeah, no. I just wrote it off in my head and never thought about it again. And then I fucking had to watch, <laughs> watch that Nirvana scene <laughs> and think about it again. And then now I don't have to think about it again. Yeah, never again. Never You're again. Good. We're I'm definitely good. not never going to return to it. Yeah. 
So, heads up. Thank you for that note. Yeah. Any other movies? You Kato, did you fucking Klumpik. see anything? <laughs> just Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Okay. okay. I finished. We'll talk about other stuff next week. Yeah. We're going to talk about next week. Oh, here's what I'll say. We have waypoints coming up this week. We're still figuring out some of those to some degree. Yeah. Next week, though, for sure, we're going to do a waypoints on Dragon Prince Season 2 mm-hmm. and on Genlock, which we'll have finished both of and we'll have spoiler-filled probably thoughts about both of them. Yeah. This is your call to arms. Go watch those. Yep. Um, I really like Genlock. We'll talk more in a week. So Can't wait. Can't wait. All right. Uh, I'm Natalie Watson on Twitter. Because I never said that. You didn't. We stopped at Patrick. You did. <laughs> we didn't even get through me. I just yeah. Yeah. No. yeah, no, we went to Patrick and then Patrick starts. <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome uh, to today's podcast. A yeah, seriously. underscore Kato underscore appears. And as always, you can follow everything Waypoint does. Twitter.com slash Waypoint. Waypoint.vice.com. What else? What else? What else? Is forums. Discourse.zone. Discourse.zone. Mm-hmm. Shout out working. to the mods. They are working. They weren't working for a second there. Like there was some like, they, they were working, but our stories weren't being published there. Yeah. yeah. You can just go there now and see them. Yeah, they're there. And um, check out the Be Good and Rewatch It feed. Like actually. Please actually please. do that. Go subscribe to that. Give us a review there. Give us a review for this one if you haven't done that before. That always means a lot. And Coming helps. up later this oh, week. Oh, uh, we'll have a new huh? lore reasons this week. We oh, will have yeah. a new lore Shit. reasons. We recorded a three hour long. We could have oh gone, for so, we gone for so much longer. We could have gone for so much <laughs> no, longer. There was, so was, much there was someone had an out and that's the only reason it stopped. Yes. <laughs> it, it, we could have, we could still be going. We could, yeah. Honestly, yeah. It could become a weekly. Yep. Like, easy. Easy. Yeah. Yep. Pick one thing. That could be a whole entire series in of itself. Easy. Yeah. Easy. So look forward to that this Friday. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's the last thing that we have this. Well, you know, yeah. well, I, I guess we'll get to the Kingdom Hearts 3 low reason. We all, finished the game now yes. so uh we're just gonna figure out a time in our schedule I watched, how many like, of us have shed tears though yeah and we're gonna Two need an, an, an undetermined amount of time yeah we need to just take a weekend so. and just a weekend i meant a friday afternoon i said a weekend <laughs> Jesus. that was the truth coming out yeah we have to go we have to like get uh, a recording studio and yeah. just bring fly in patrick and we'll just do it for <laughs> a two, week we'll get, yeah we'll get a case of beer and we'll be good to go yeah um yeah, that'll be fun. I watched Natalie finish it. Kato and I watched over Natalie's shoulders as she finished it. It's very good. See, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it soon. <laughs> soon, soon. So if you have questions, you know, send Start those in. Start sending them in. Gamingadvice.com yeah. for all of your questions, and maybe we'll allude to one at some point. I think we know. I know what I want to do with the questions and the Your Kingdom Hearts things that came in. We'll talk about that off mic. Yeah, those will be a separate podcast. Um, like that'll be maybe like our wrap up cleanup yeah. on as we think about what the future is yes, of all this stuff. Exactly. But yeah, we'll, those letters will be there'll be still be an article on the site. We'll just at this point wait until we're gonna do that podcast. Yep. But yeah, there's more re- yeah. Yep. More reasons for yep. more reasons. That is gonna do it for us. Thank you so much for listening to this long rambly episode. Shout outs to Bowen. Letting us use the track Miss You. Off the EP. Pale Machine. Damn. Check out more about Bowen at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. There it is. Dude, Natalie did that off the fucking dome. Off the dome. <laughs> true, true. Truly a disciple of Waypoint. <laughs> Thank you. Damn. Damn, coming for the crown, I swear. Who could say? Who? Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Just, all right. I'm more of a whisper in someone's ear Warm than tongue, a... Warm tongue, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah than a, gotcha. than a... She hasn't read those books. Right? Warm tongue. Wasn't that a thing? Yeah, have you even seen those movies, right? Who's... Don't... <laughs> Don't worry about just it. Just stop. Turn it off. No, just turn it off. Oh, Put on the mask. Every, wait, ta- every time this happens. Worm. It's Worm Tongue is definitely the name of that character. Tail. Worm Tail? 
Yes. From Harry Potter? From Harry Potter. Did, oh, is that just Wormtongue? No, it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, mm. No, it's not. It's not. It's close. Oh, is this because I haven't seen Lord of the Rings? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. Solved it. Solved it. <laughs> Shout outs. All right. We're going to go. I need a, a throw. Um, gaming. Gaming. Peace. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm fucking mad at this time about his quote today. What is it? Oh, it's too long. Don't say you don't have enough time. You have exactly the same number of hours per day that were given to Helen Keller, Pasteur, Michelangelo, Mother Teresa, Leonardo da Vinci, no. Thomas Jefferson, and Albert Einstein. Who the fuck said that? What the Horny fuck? shit. H. Jackson Brown Jr., who I've never heard of, so that motherfucker should have used his time better. <laughs> He's an American author best known for his inspirational book, Life's Little Instruction Book. Fuck off. Wow. What gives you the right? What gives you the right? Damn. All right. Let's clap at uh, 17 seconds, Patrick. Had to oh. scroll, uh, you know, extra difficult. They had to scroll up from that quote. <laughs> that time long oh, quote. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>